What's going on, everybody? It's your boys from the Bars and Shop Podcast. You got myself, Flaw 700, and you got Ant the Great One. What's going on? What's good with it? Episode 168. 168. Hey, we coming close to that 200, man. Yeah, man. We, we put creeping. that work in. Yeah, we creeping. Yeah, let's, let, let's not sleep on episode 168. This one, we was like doubling up, doing two episodes a yeah, week. Yeah, I remember that. We was killing yeah, them at that yeah, one point. Yeah, we, we would probably be on... What's 168? We'd probably be 200 easy right now. We were still doing that easy. But where would we be if we was doing like one episode a week instead of two? All right, 80, episode 80? Probably around 80, 90. Probably creeping up on 100. Yeah, probably creeping up on 100. But um, hey, man, a <clears throat> little hiatus last week, but we back. Uh, what's going on, man? How's your mental health? How's everything? All is well, bro. All this could be expected. You know what I mean? Got through Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Um, that was it. What does that mean? Got through. I got through it. Like, bitch, I didn't, you know, I was surrounded by Valentine's Day-ness. Mm-hmm. From the kids having to get them shit to school, my my daughter, girl, bring her shit and all that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was just surrounded by it, so. Nice, nice. Uh, how's my mental health, you ask? How's your mental health? Not bad, man. Not bad. I can't complain. Um, I'm not going to lie, fam. I, I'll be 40 this year. Yes. And I think it kind of, like, just hit me the other day. Just, I don't know. I don't know if I spoke of this this before, but I don't know. I'm just trying not to go through it. It's just like a natural energy that you have where you like, bro, am I where I where I want to be, where I'm supposed to be at this stage in my right. life? Like yep. I'm 40. Mm-hmm. I'm happy that I made it. Don't get me wrong. Not everybody gets to make it to 40. But boy. That's what I've been doing lately, just reflecting on like, yo, what have I done in these last 39, 40 years? Like, what have yeah. I really accomplished? Am I, am I where I need to be? I put it like this, bro. I'm healthy. Mm-hmm. Feel me? We still here. Niggas ain't got no felonies. Niggas ain't been in jail and no gangs mm-hmm. and nothing like that. Know what I mean, niggas is still. My lights is on. Mm-hmm. My rent paid. You get what I'm saying? I'm I'm cool, bro. Like yeah. I'm I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's 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 a, a good way to look at it. And every day I wake up, I look at another day to get it right, bro. Yep. Even though the days seem to wind up ending the same, it's like, oh, what are we gonna do it again tomorrow? Yeah. <laughs> like you just tell yourself that every day. Same routine. <laughs> what are we gonna do today, Pinky? Same thing we try to do every day. Try to take over the world. Yep. So, um, no, what are we going to do today, brain? Same thing we do every day, Pinky. Trying to take over the world. So let's get into it, man. While we were away, man, there was a, a celebration ceremony known as the Grammys uh, that was held, and it was hip-hop heavy, I believe. 50 years. 50 years of hip-hop this year. Well, we know that. We didn't yeah. know the Grammys knew that or cared about that. And they chose to roll out the red carpet for your boys, man. Nice, nice little hip hop celebration. The the legends came and showed out. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw it. Did you see it? I what, saw tell it. me, it tell dope. me. Okay, yo. So clearly, and LL said this in the beginning, but I already knew it was going to be something, yo. He said, yo, in fifty years of hip hop, it's been a lot of artists, a lot of hit records, a lot of moments. Everybody couldn't make the stage, obviously. You know what I'm saying? So I, I felt like the representation they had up there was dope. You know what I'm saying? They went way from the back to the grandmaster flashing them all the mm-hmm, way back to mm-hmm. the little Uzi, you know what I mean? So to see the timeline and how it progressed, I feel like they did leave some people out. Snoop wasn't up there, clearly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He should have been up there, but especially if Dr. Dre getting presented with an award the same night, you know what I'm saying? Snoop should have been up there. But um, all in all, I felt like that that particular performance was dope. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, of course, we, we heard the artists, some people say, Call it trash because they weren't there. <laughs> yeah. like, they just was like, yo, this is fuck, fuck the Grammy still. MC like Shan, yeah, he was one of them. He was pissed off. You know what I mean? Um, 
I get, I get it. But at the same time, you can't expect the Grammys to get it right. It's um, the Grammys. At the same time, if I'm called by the Grammys to come up there and perform, I'm going. So he was more or less pissed off because he was just like, the, it, it was a picture floating around somebody put up there with most of the people who was on there, Salt and Pepper, I think Flavor Flav, Chuck D, a couple other people who performed was on this picture. And so MC Shan was like, these the same people that boycotted the Grammys when they first started. You know what I mean? So how y'all coming? All of y'all is sellouts. You know what I'm saying? Well, the, is it a sellout if we boycotted the Grammys because they weren't giving hip-hop their fair light? Now they are, so here we are. Right. Isn't that why we boycott? Right. So I feel like he wouldn't have boycotted He wouldn't have said that if he got the call. That's what I'm saying. He didn't get the call. You don't, you don't, like, you boycott to make a change. You right. Don't boycott just to say, fuck you, period. <laughs> like, yeah. yo, okay, listen, uh, MC Shan, we want to make some changes, and we want to... We want you to perform. You want to say no? Isn't that the reason to boycott? Like, you don't go on strike at your job and then get everything you asked for and still say, hey, fuck, fuck your job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so, so he was pissed at that, though. I saw, I definitely saw that. You know what I'm saying? But people were just like, bro, like having the same sentiment you said, like, bro, this is what we did it for. Like, we here now. Like, just accept that we here now. Like, I mean, I mean, they had, I seen Rakim was up there. I mean, they had a few people where you like, yo. What are you Master doing? Flash was up there in the Furious Five, motherfucking um. They had Chuck D and motherfucking um flavor, flavor. Flav, they still yeah, killing yeah. it. Old as hell, mm-hmm. ugly as hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still yeah. killing it. Oh, who else they had? Uh, Scarface. He was up there, and that's one of the topics if you want to get to it. Definitely, since, definitely. You, know you want to get into that as well. Right since we okay, it, and then we'll All come right. back to the winners and shit. Um, Scarface and Willie D, right? I believe that's his name. Of the Ghetto Boy fame, um, rest in peace. To, uh, Shout out to Prince Johnny C. You know what I'm saying, but go ahead. He's one of the original members of the um, Ghetto Boys. That's that's shit. that's your people's, right? Yeah, that's my um my um cousin father in law. Okay, you know all man? right, all right, all right, all right. Um, so yeah, so the Ghetto Boys they they have a podcast. Um, yeah, and um Willie, you know, decided on air to air out his grievances. <laughs> To Mr. Scarface. But, but you expect that from him, though. I, you so expect that from him, yo. Just his personality and demeanor, yo. I wouldn't have took it no other way, yo. Willie reminds me of just that old head, that old Southern grandfather who can't wait to tell you about himself. <laughs> his life, yo. Can't wait to tell you about himself. Like, he, he's life. somebody's grandfather for real. Yeah. And they can't wait to tell you why you wrong, regardless if you're wrong or not. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you why you wrong, and I'm sticking to it, and that's that. So make a long story short with that, but make a story long just to, uh, you know, it's a podcast. Willie was upset that I guess Scarface was up at the Grammys without him. Right. So Scarface got the call and Willie didn't get the call and Scarface went and Willie was pissed. He, he was just more or less coming like, bitch, how you not going to even tell me you was going type shit. So Scarface more or less like, bro. You went and did a show without me before and shit before this. He was like, but you knew about it though. Like I, you know, you I gave you the respect to tell you about it, or they called you. You could at least told me about it, you know what I mean, or roll with me and not did it. Like so, because you don't get a bag performing at the Grammys. You don't. No, you just get the, the notoriety and right, the recognition. Right, right, right. Cool. Now my thing is this though: Scarface being Scarface is a legend in a group and a legend, and a legendary solo act. Right. Willie is not. Willie is legendary for being in the Ghetto Boys. But that's it was a Ghetto Boys song, though. You get what I'm saying? It wasn't a Scarface song. That was They did Mind Playing Tricks on Me, that little eight bars or whatever. That was his eight bars, though, but it was still Ghetto Boys. You get what I'm saying? It wasn't a Scarface record. 
How do you feel about that? I mean, bro, that's like, that's like if the if they would have just asked Kiss to do a song, and he, they did, they probably did, but they brought the whole locks up there. Do you think if they would have just asked Kiss, he would have said no if the, if he couldn't bring the locks up? That's really a tricky one because we've seen Sheik miss mm-hmm. everything. So he missed the Benjamins. He missed the Benjamins. So their their dynamic is a little different. Like I can't see Styles not giving. They want to care. Probably. I don't. I don't really right. care. Like they that's my care. brother up there representing us. And he killed it. And I think that that's how some other people would have. You can tell when a nigga pockets is. But you can tell when somebody's pockets. You can tell when somebody's jealous. You can tell somebody's envious. That was just like pure jealousy to me. To air it out how he did, though, on the pod. Like, that was crazy, number one. Just that part. Because I'll be honest with you, right? Like, for for example, right? You can't separate yourself from the brand. And once again, we're going to keep saying that it's the Grammys that did this. It's not like a Mm well-known hip-hop academy that did this, that Mm -hmm. knows their homework, right? When I first started doing the Bars and Shots podcast, people still associated myself with the podcast brothers. They kept saying, where's your brother? Because it's the brand. Bro, I'm yeah. not. Because it's me. Yeah. And I'm part of that brand. It's hard to really rebrand yourself, right? I get it. So shout out to Scarface for doing that. But at the same time, when you call Scarface and you might say, hey, we want you to do this record. I'm not saying that they know, know that, hey, you know, this is really the ghetto boys. Well, you know that, right? You know he the nigga, though. He oh, he was always the nigga of the group, though. Like, I know disrespect to nobody, though, but he was the man. He yeah. was the guy. He yeah. was the best rapper. He was the front man. Like, so it's natural that they're going to call him. And if I'm correct, wasn't, once again, different situation, but wasn't Method Man there, too? Meth, Meth was there. Oh, yeah. was the other eight nah, niggas? Meth was there. <laughs> you get what I'm Meth did, it, he did four bars of M-E-T-H-O-D, man. They did four but more bars. But that's a Wu-Tang song, you get what though. Oh, that is. Regardless if, regardless if any nobody else is on it, I still need to be there. But I'm just saying, nobody else is like, oh, Meth, you... But, but you don't want nine niggas up there while he's just doing his one part, though. Like, what, what, what Willie was going to do? Okay, what? well, that's a good point, because if... We only have time for a four bar setup. They only had eight bars. Everybody had like eight bars, bro. That's I think I think the method man that hit what more other... than anything abomatomically. That's it. That's it, bro. <laughs> that when they shut the building down, no fan. That's it, though. That when they shut the building down, I'm sorry. It's either, it's either that or the first four bars of cream. But I'm not going to lie to you. That's probably the only time Inspector Deck can get that off, though. <laughs> <laughs> he shut it down. That would have been verses, his though. moment. When they did that versus, bro, he killed it, though. If I, all I got to do is say, I bomb atomically, Socrates man, philosophies, yo. and then they cut. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> I won. I won. I won, bro. I won. I performed at the Grammys. Yo, I think Chuck, I think Willie D was just in his feelings about it. You know what I mean? It's the Grammys. It's the biggest stage of the world. You know what I'm saying? Music-wise. I just felt like he fe- he was in his feelings about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Scarface was just pretty much on some, like, bitch, all right, my bad. Like, bitch, they, I mean, you can't get mad at me because I. He, he pretty much was just like, why well, I had to check with you to do this if they called me? You get what I'm saying? Like, I think the circumstances triggered Willie because he's right. We've never had to call each other. You go do your shows, I go do mine, right? Your bag, if if, if they call Willie for a show, what's going to be majority of his bag? Ghetto Boy songs. Right. But that's going to be your check. Right. You get what I'm saying? So if they call Scarface, we don't know if they had the song structure when they accepted it. We just want you to perform at the Grammys 50th. I'll be there. Right. And when you get there, you say, okay, this is what you want me to do? Okay. Okay. Eight bars, okay. What do you want me to do? Now, I'm not saying this is how it went, but imagine it did go like that, and we only know what we're going to do the day of or an hour before. But let's, just, let's just keep it 100, though, too. Let's keep it all the way 100. Let's just say they called Willie D and didn't call Scarface. Who the fuck was going to know that was Willie D up there? On some, on some real, no disrespect to Willie D. 
I mean, he's a legend in the game and all that. But let's just be real, yeah. Who's gonna know he who he is up there? No, you are actual factual. Um, and yeah, was there any other groups up there, or was it like just all? Yeah, solos? the locks was up there. The locks came as a group. The locks, all of them was but up they, there. But what did it, song did they, they sing? Did, we gonna make it. All right, that's a Jada Kiss song. But she, she, Styles on it. Styles is on it. Yeah, <sighs> Styles is on that song, bro. And Sheik and Sheik was there, right? She was just up there on some hype. You know how Sheik is, bro. Well, the Sheik, lock, see, the locks are different. They different, bro. Yeah. Because they never had no conflict that we know of. I mean, they always been a unit. One thing I'll say about the locks being there is if Sheik wasn't there, it wouldn't have been a thing. I don't, I don't right. think it would have been a thing. They, if he would have been on Vlad a week later and they would have asked him about it, he would have been like, what? Matter of fact, he do got a video out with, with fuck like he like yeah. yo bro. There's just songs that I miss because I was just in the hood. He was in the hood. I was in the hood. He was in the hood. Benjamin, he missed the J Lo song. All them songs, bro. So again, Willie D. I think he was just in his feelings about it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He the only nigga that can get <laughs> he can get uh, wearing overalls with no shirt off. Bro. <laughs> he the only person in the world that can get that off, bro. Like, <laughs> but I think that any type of fiftieth. Any type of hip hop celebration, major uh, in the eyes of the public, you're going to get it wrong. Somebody's favorite's not going to be there. That's just it's too many. It's too many. It's just too many. That's just, that, you can do that with any genre, bro. They would have a hundredth j- jazz genre up there, bro. Rock and roll, bro. R&B, some some yeah. rock artists would have been pissed off. They wasn't up yeah, there. Why bro. weren't we there? It would have been the same situation. So you're right, bro. You can't appease everybody. It's like the fiftieth, the the Billboard joint. Yeah. They go fuck the fiftieth, but why still wasn't this? And that person wasn't on it, right, bro? We can't. Put everybody on it, bro. Do, do people deserve to be on there? Absolutely, Jabu. absolutely. We're gonna get to that list yeah, later too, yeah, bro. Yeah. We're gonna get to the list, but more about the Grammys, though. Um, what you think about the perform the performance that God did? What you think about that? Um, I thought that was fire. I seen a video of the singer where he recorded it in his like living room. He had this the, the he had like the fan like, and he recorded it as how I'm sitting at the microphone doing a podcast. Yeah, he was in his living room. God did, <laughs> yo. Like he was, he was. <laughs> that's how he was coming. Yo. He was sitting in his stool, singing, "Oh God did." Because, bro, it's so easy. And to for do him it to be at the, for him to be at right. the Grammys though, now right. singing next to the legends that he sung next to, like the Grammys. I don't know what Kool Aid they were sipping this year, and it's like I'm not saying that they got it right, but they did a lot of things good this year. They regardless did. if they you, did. Like, the God did presentation to have Ross, Wayne, Jay. Like, you're not going to get... I don't know if you get that collective Shout of hip-hop. Out Emery was up there. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to get that that energy of hip-hop again. I don't know if it did wonders for the, the ratings. I don't know if it did wonders for anything. It, it kind of had to. I, w- I would think it did, especially with Jay-Z closing out the show with that verse and what he did and how they put that together at the end. It was fire to me, mm-hmm. bro, especially with the... um. So I think... We might not get this level of representation of hip hop in the Grammys for a while now. Like we may get a performance here and there and some presenters, but we might not get what we got this year. I think it was yeah. a lot of shaking hands and kissing babies. Because uh, I think Beyonce was a, like the, the most celebrated Grammy winner. Of all yeah, time she now. got like thirty two Grammys or some shit. So man. She of course, won four that night. If if you are up, I'm just saying a lot of the stars have to align. So in order for the Grammys to get this again, how can they get J and B out the house again? You get what I'm saying? You get them out the house by saying, well, tonight you can break the record. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. Yep. We, but go, you're we not, might be late, but I'll be there. might be late, but we'll be there. So if Jay, so now it's a domino effect, because if Jay's there, now a college, we want you to perform. Because they was nominated. They was nominated. Yeah. Hella, I mean, 
But, but win, you still but had, but you still had what's his name, Drake, who is now the boycott king of the Grammys. You yeah, get what I'm saying? In the weekend. So mm-hmm. now everybody's there, but you. So now they got a ch- now everybody got a chance now because you know Drake being Drake, he's gonna win. Yeah, he, and he still won. I think he still he was on. He won a record with Future. Yeah, I think he won, he a, still a, won. A, uh, an award, but not one of his own. No, nah, not well. He he still got one. He still got one. You feel me? Which is fire. Which is fire because um. Cormega got one, you know, because when when oh, Nas shit, won, say, oh, oh, when for, Nas won for King's Disease, one everybody that was on there got one. Oh, so okay. AZ, yeah. Grammy, Foxy, Grammy, yeah. Cormega, Grammy. T Pain said they don't give you a Grammy no more. They give you the little plaque shit now. They don't actually give you one now. It's like if you, if Why? you because I guess they try to conserve. I guess because remember when he wrote on um. Kanye record and he won the Grammy for Maybe good because life. they keep pissing in the fucking Grammys. <laughs> this, that could be that could be it. you want to piss in my shit. <laughs> I'm giving you all plaques he, now. He said he didn't get an actual Grammy. He got the, the little plaque. It's like a commemorative award. Y'all got to stop disrespecting it's my like, shit. It's like Drake a- drinking <laughs> champagne out of him. Hope yeah, Like y'all, y'all ignorant, man. Y'all Ignorant as ignorance, man. So if you get if you're a writer on the Grammys now, you don't get the actual plaque. I mean the actual I mean statue. You get the pl- um, plaque and shit. That's now. bullshit. Cause if I win thirty of them, is is it going to stick out? Like what the fuck, Babyface and Jay Z got? Like you see like a Babyface Grammy collection, a Jay Z Grammy collection. How is it going to look when I'm surrounded by my thirty awards? <laughs> yeah. What is the fuck is going to look like? It's not going. I gotta to take it, you man. to the wall. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta take you to. Nah, fam. I want to sit my. <laughs> I want to sit my plaques, my awards Sp- around speak, me. Speaking of Jay doing that, and this, we talked about this too. Jay always shitting on Nas, yo. Remember when Nas dropped King Disease too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay, the same day Dre yeah. on Instagram dropped the picture with him. And, and you know who pointed that out to us? It was Nas. <laughs> nah. It was Nas. <laughs> if, now, if he sees it, that shit. We all if, see it. If we was on to something. Yeah. We was on to something, bro. Hey. Hey, Barge and Shots podcast has been doing this for a long time. We've been telling y'all from the beginning (laughs) when Jay Z dropped that bullshit ass Nas playlist. Word is bomb. (laughs) Come on now. Come come on. This guy had 16 songs and (laughs) nine of them were some Illmatic fan. He put the whole Illmatic on the Nas (laughs) playlist. Like, yo, this guy's been rapping for 27 years. Yeah, and you don't like none of his new shit? You don't like none of it? I think Nas was pissed off that and then dropped three, four, four bombs on niggas, bro. All the King Diseases and Magic after that, bro. I mean, you want to get there real quick? Yeah, I, th- I think I think that said a little fuel, bro. You want to get to the King Disease real we quick? We could. We could. King Disease 4 is allegedly coming. <sighs> um, We know this because 50 <laughs> Cent is putting a lot of pressure on himself. And a lot of energy into the air. I like it. I like the confidence. I don't. You don't like the confidence? Because it's over. It's over. It's over for 50 The way he talking, he talk like he got some shit coming. That's what I'm saying. That's why I say I like it. He probably do. He probably got some premier Dre production. Yeah, he said it. He said Dre, everybody's on. It's like everybody, but of course, like, you know, Banks and Buck. You don't don't fuck with them, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you got your Yayo, you got M. We good off Yayo. We don't want to hear I'm just saying, that's his mans, though. That's his mans. Yeah, Yeah. I got you. I'm just saying the energy that 50 is putting out there and it's a leak that, and this might've been a bad leak, but I'm going to tell you why I just think that this is kind of different because you and DJ Big J, who still ain't on the pot, had some words for me via text uh, thread <laughs> about the title of this episode, uh, this album. And I wanted to tell you guys why I think it's different. A few episodes back, a long time ago, bro, we had a discussion about Little Wayne and his Carter catalog. <laughs> yeah. And 
I said him naming these albums Carter after Carter after Carter is pure laziness. And anybody who comes out with like a part two or part Except two. Except Nas. I'm going to tell you why, though. Except Nas. Let me tell you why. I believe that we haven't got... Well, this is me. I'm going to speak my opinion, right? I don't think we had the opportunity to look at it as a body of hole and go, he's not being creative. Let me tell you why. King's Disease dropped out of nowhere, the first one. We didn't right. know we, what to expect. Like, we, oh, shit, now it's a hit boy, King's Disease? Cool. Right. King's Disease 2 dropped without no promotion. We get, We had a week. Before we could say, damn, a part two? We go, oh, shit, another one. Mm-hmm. And Nas's, through Nas' career, when the last time we got two back-to-back good projects? I like Nas. Um, the last time we got probably, two. Probably Illmatic, Illmatic it was written. It was written, yeah. Like, good. Yeah, Illmatic, it was written. I like Nas's catalog, I do, but I'm talking about good, good. Yeah. And then he drops Magic. Whoa. Yeah. Out of nowhere. Once out again, nowhere. another. Now, the only album we knew was coming was King Disease 3. See, look, 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 look. I got an Instacart. Some batches coming for like 149. <laughs> That's what you telling me. I'm about to turn that shit off. Fuck this pop. I'm to make some money. Uh, Instacart, 145. Woo-hoo. But um, so Nas drops magic. <laughs> Nas drops magic out of nowhere. And out the only, of nowhere. And the only thing we did know was King Disease 3 was coming. And in my head, it wasn't about the name of the album. It was, are we going to get a good body of work? This would be the fourth project. And we're not used to Nas having... Four in a row, like that. Within like, within like a two year span with the same producer, never. Like that's kind of unheard of. Like, but now, King Disease Four is on the way, and I get it. What are we doing? But here's my excuse for the God. At least this is the only project that I can recall, which is at four, where the theme is the same. It's Hit Boy Nas, right? When Wayne was doing his Carters, it was actually about the Carter building, right? The f- well, that's what the first one was, because you seen two. the building. Two was. Really? No. Well, the first one had the buildings on yeah. the cover. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The second one, which is my favorite and I think the best one. Well, wasn't he still, series. like, didn't he still have, like, the skits in two? Yeah, he still had some skits. So it was yeah. still, like, about. Yeah. Because I remember one and two having skits of the Carter. Yeah. Like, coming in and out of the building. You coming to get served. After that. It lost its camaraderie. You get what I'm saying? Like, it like, lost the, like the, the theme. The it got theme. Lost. Yeah, it's yeah. like now we're just naming this Carter. Now we just and, and then it got so crazy. Uh, 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 slime came out with Barter Six. Like we got it. We and, need. And a, he was going to name it the Carter Six. He was going like, yo, I'm, I'm gonna take your Carter Six. No, this is my album, and I'm not going to put out. Little Wayne literally did not put out anything until they until they allowed him to do the Carter Six. That's why I like Carter I'm Five. Like, Carter Five. So, yeah. so, so he, he got to put the Carter Six out. I'm confused. That's coming. I'm the Carter confused. Six is coming. I'm confused. Word is bond. The Carter Five is the one that Cash Money wasn't trying to let him put out. So Young Thug drops Barter Six, skips the five. <laughs> he skips the five, goes straight to six. <laughs> I'm confused. Yo. I am. I really am. But anyways, my point is, Bird, for some reason, Birdman would not allow this guy to drop five. He had all the opportunity in the world to so drop something else. He did. He put the sorry for the wait out, the mixtape, because he couldn't put no records out. Remember, because he still signed the Cash Money. So he sued him. And then he put the Sorry for the Wait mixtape out. You know what I'm saying? So he went back to the mixtape way. I get that. But I'm still saying we're doing Carter 5, 6, whatever, whatever. And it's lost its mustard. It lost its theme. Well, he put the funeral out before the Carter 6. So he put the Carter 5 out. Then he put the funeral album out. So he kind of left off the Carter 6. So, again, what is the what is the Carter, Lil Wayne? Just like yeah. what you're saying. What is the theme of the Carter? Because you look at King's Disease, 
it, it's cohesive. You can still say that, hey, it's him and Hit Boy. Right. You can, yeah, at least you can say that. It's got a certain sound to it, that Hit Boy sounds with Nas, so to speak. I mean, I can't explain it. They they got a sound. Yeah. Though, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a cohesive body of work, all of them together and shit. Like, you can play them all in succession mm-hmm. and be like, okay, yeah, this it's a vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not like, okay, now if King's Disease 5 comes out, <laughs> I might be like, hey, you know what? <laughs> That that magic should have been called King Disease. We it could have been. It, it, it could have been. It could have been. We could be on Yo. King Disease for, I, I but even if he keeps the theme going, like music might be easy to him now. Because yeah. now when you go, bro, why is he, why are you able to drop all of this good because stuff? Because we used to wait for Nas albums, yeah. bro. Like, yeah, you're right. We used to wait for his albums two and three years and shit like so that. So now music might come easy. And don't get me wrong, might, might have been life. Life happening. Like, remember they, they, they were saying, yo, Nas just had a baby and Khalees is getting wild bread. It, he never came out like this bitch. <laughs> he never said it, but that don't mean that he wasn't stressing because <laughs> she was banking him for that child support. But he's the type to never really come out and be like, yo, I'm unhappy. But then it's like, too, music is different now and how we put music out is different now, too. We can put it together faster. Remember, he come from the real to real era, too, so it took a while to put them albums together. I can't wait to talk about that Wu-Tang uh, series, fam. <laughs> it took a while to put them albums together. The budgets, brought that up, yo. you know what I'm saying? Labels and shit like that. It ain't like how it used to be. You can We can literally record. I was just recording before you came over here. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So it's easy to put them And if you would have recorded eight bangers, you could have just dropped it. Word is bond. You can just drop it. Just drop it now. Now ain't no, ain't no, ain't no. I don't need no label. It's kind of like you working for the man, and then you starting your own business. You got to work as hard as you did for the man, or harder, or harder. So if I did all that on Columbia and Def Jam, why I'm not going to do this on Mass Appeal? Why am I not going to put a wild, wild ass? Whoa! I think. I think. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What if he's piling up that catalog on Mass on Mass Appeal? They didn't sell that bad boy. That's what's going to happen. Bro, that's exactly what's going to happen, bro. I'm this should be like you. his catalog. Because guess what? Because he 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 making it hot again. Because he going to sell the whole catalog. Illmatic and everything. You get what I'm saying? If if he own it. I don't know what his ownership situation looking like. If he own all them records. Well, I what what I'm thinking, this is only what I'm thinking. Because he, sure. he got a dope catalog, but bro. From Illmatic... Matter of fact, I think he's going to get his Illmatic publishing back in the next few years. This is why he didn't want to buy them back. I remember DJ uh, MC Search was saying something like that. Like, yo, Nas is going to get Illmatic or all of his publishing back in a few years. Or he's not interested in buying it. But what I'm saying to you is anything on Mass Appeal is like him, I believe. I think it's him. Yeah, that's his shit. So, so when he when he start dropping records on Mass Appeal is the question. You know what I'm saying? King's Disease. King's Disease? Oh, them, okay. So that's when he started. I think that Life is Good is still Def Jam. Okay. And Nazir might be Def Jam because he was under Kanye. And yeah. I think that was still a Kanye West thing. It might be King's Disease, bro. So King's Disease. But I think, but I don't know. But So is you so would you, okay. This little batch of records that he putting out not going to be worth more than Illmatic in them, though. It's not, but this is what I'm hearing. This is what I'm hearing. Remember we keep saying, why are these people selling their catalogs? The, the, the guess is this. Because we just saw, like, what's, what's the QC? It is so they catalog for like three hundred million. Who that? Um, QC. Um, I think they like Migos in them. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. What's happening is Justin Bieber just sold his shit. Right. Yep. Now this is what this is the rumor because it's the only thing that makes sense. In the next decade or so, these catalogs could be worth quadruple that. But you got to go. Well, I want quarter of a million now. I don't care if it's worth two billion in ten years. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm right. rich, fam. Right. I could take this quarter of a million, 300 million, and start another business and still be wealthy. My family still be well and, off. And man. I could put more music out. I could put more. I could start a whole other record label. Right. <laughs> I could, whole I could catalog. a whole other catalog. I think that's what not, and that's smart if Nas did that too, because he putting out the, some of the best work in his career. So that's what I'm on saying. His own shit. Imagine if you just flipped this catalog now. Hey, Nas, they go a quarter of a million for that. Yeah. Because whatever they're about to do with TikTok, or the metaverse is supposed to skyrocket. Like the value of these catalogs is going to be so crazy. That's what Snoop was saying when he bought back his shit. When Yo, you he heard bought what he Death did? Row shit. Yeah, he put he, his shit on TikTok. All the music is yeah. off, and he put everything on. T- Something's happening. He, he, they just dropped the Chronic going back on the streaming shit because it's thirty years. Yeah. Shout out to the Chronic being thirty years old. Yeah. You know what I mean, but other than that, all his shit on TikTok, like this metaverse shit, like you saying, it's, it's something is coming yo. to where it's like you 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 know it, but why do I care about what it'll be worth? We talked about this. Yeah, I could leave it for my kids. What if my kids don't want it? They ain't going to want it. They ain't going to want it. They not might get what I'm going to get for and it. And what type of parent are you, right? And I'm just, I'm asking you because I'm kind of conflicted, right? You got 50, 500 million sitting in the bank. And I know some parents would be like, listen, bro, this is my money. Like, I know Shaq said that to his kids. That's what Steve Harvey said Steve, to his. Yo, this is my money. <laughs> yeah. It's not yours. We not rich, bitch. We not I'm rich. rich. I'm rich. <laughs> yeah. So... Leaving leaving your catalog or leaving whatever to your children is not necessarily the you know the best thing for them right. because if they not if they not if they not where we from the bottom then they not going to appreciate being at the top. But it, when you born at the top, yeah, man, you don't know you don't nothing. know nothing. You don't, you don't, you don't know. know what it is. The struggle you don't know what it is. I, man, listen, that's why I told my wife, bitch, we gonna start giving the kids struggle days, bitch, in the crib. Bitch, struggle meals, mm-hmm. struggle days, bitch. Just mm-hmm. so she like, what the fuck? How's you coming? I'm like, nah, they gotta understand, bitch. Like we came from bitch bologna sandwiches yeah. and shit. Like, yeah. feel me, grilled cheese all day and shit, noodles and shit. Yeah. Feel me, water, sugar water, sugar water. Get what I'm saying? Highly, uh, highly unhealthy. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still mad at my grandma for putting that powdered milk in my cornflakes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's gotta be the worst combination of cereal, <laughs> bro. I put coffee cream and, and corn f- and, and, and frosted flakes, thinking it was milk one time. Uh, That's how real it was. Yeah, but at least yours was frosted flakes. <laughs> corn flakes and powdered milk, bro. It's got the worst type of combination <laughs> in the fucking galaxy. Yeah, like if, you, if, if if it was powdered milk and fruity pebbles, powdered milk, like anything else would have the sugar in the cereal would have sugary yeah. would have made it up, fam. But yeah. when you corn flake it, like Yo. fam, like you kill it. Like me. Cheerios, That's the yellow like, box. It's like yellow box Cheerios. If cornflakes and Cheerios don't got any type of sweetness added to it, it, don't don't feed it to me. I don't think I can ever do that to my kids. I don't think I can ever give them powdered milk nah, and cornflakes, fam. You got to give them. You got to do it, bitch. I'm, I'm listen, man. My kids eating bologna sandwiches tomorrow, and I'm standing and I'm standing right over there. You better finish that food too. You better finish that. <laughs> you gonna do bologna sandwiches? I'm gonna do powdered nah. milk and cornflakes, man. Our kids lose their mind, bitch. They'll call up on us. Yeah, yo. absolutely. They absolutely. calling up, bro. I ain't trying to lose mine. They man. calling up, bro. We can't live in these conditions. But that's basically what I get at when I mean like Nas. I don't think Nas has hit the level of um, redundance. Like, yo, because he's because he's pushing them out quick too. Like every year. Yeah. And they're getting better and better. I mean, we're talking about this is a Grammy winning yeah. series. Yeah, absolutely. King one Z's one winner, two nominations. Yeah. And the only reason why the third one wasn't not, it's just because it came out at a bad time, I think. And Magic might have stopped two from winning because right. how you put out Magic. He, he just, just, he's just throwing them he out. He might have disqualified himself from right. winning. But do he care at this point? He got his validation. He got his Grammy, even though like his counterpart got about 
20 times more than he got, but he still got his Grammy. He earned it. He deserved it. Now, I mean, I know we talked about it when he, when he came. Who's who talking about? Jay-Z? Yeah, his counterpart. Yeah, we always going to be compared know, to who. but do you always. think about it like this, though? Their careers are so different because this is what we asked of Nas when, when Jay-Z was on his run or everybody else was on their run. Right, but, but see, the difference about it is this, this feels and it sounds organic. Don't yeah. sound forced. It don't sound like he's trying to make the best record. It just sounds like he's trying. Well, to, he's just making the music that he wants to make. Nas is a rapper. Nas is a um, what's what's that sound they call? Um, what's that sound in the music they call that? Um, boom bap. Nas is a boom bap. Rapper, Absolutely right. Absolutely. He can't. Jay Z was not and never was. Jay Z was a businessman who just knew how to get through 20, 20, 30 years of it and just stay afloat while everybody else had a window. Right. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Like, Jay-Z just knew how to maneuver, right? Nas was a boom-bat rapper who people who people wanted to knock big off. Like, Nas's success came because people wanted to take big out because, well, not saying that it was jealousy or envy, well, didn't, but... Did Illmatic come out before Big dropped? Yeah, though? okay, so it kind of went like this. Illmatic dropped, and it was just like, who's this Nas guy? He's the best ever. Right. Then Big Drop. Right. And not only did Big Drop, Big Drop with a bunch of remixes. And he took the throne. He took yeah. it. He took it. Yeah. Like, we're platinum. We've selling, we've outsold everybody. He took it. And then yeah. it was written drop when, so then Nas hooks up with Steve Stout, changes everything. Yeah. This is why Nas had problems with Pete Rock, Q Tip. They're like, yo, what you doing? This is not, no, 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 no. We're not doing that no more. Right. We got to improve. They wanted him to have a more they commercial him. sound to cross over and shit. Hence, I rule the world. And then came Street Dreams. Them it records. was written, which went triple. Now yeah. you outsold big. That's right. what I'm saying about Nas became this artist because it was, hey, we want you to come after the crown. I'm not saying it was his idea, but when it's more money involved, when it's just. And you got the talent. You got the shit. talent. Like, yo, you know we're, we're picking you. And that's what happened. Now, unfortunately, big. <laughs> Follow that up with... Uh, <laughs> I can just imagine how Nas was coming. Okay, word. 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 You the next guy, Nas. Everybody excited. He just like, word. You know what's crazy? Nas got some freestyles getting that big. Remember... I take the king. I take the crown from the king and lock it down. That was a diss at big. That was like... I take the king in New York, take the... I forgot what it was, but he was around the firm. He was talking big shit, though. Yeah, he was. He was a big shit talker. He was he around. Because that's when... It, it was written had already dropped, right? No. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm saying. Just, like, so he was the king. Yeah. Fake thug, no love. You, you get, get the slug. slug. CB4, Gusto, your luck, though. They can mm, only mm, be mm, one mm, king. Mm. I'm not going to lie, though. Nas always starts talking shit we hear around his boys. Mm, 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 Remember, mm, um... <laughs> don't we all, though? <laughs> Nas talk wild shit when he got his boys. Don't we all? Because he pop wild shit on the bridge. Yeah. No faces, <laughs> mobile faces, no more safest. Like, oh, shit, he coming at the whole rap. Because <laughs> he got the whole Queen's bridge. But when he be by himself, he be like, I, I got the koofy on. I know I can. I know I can. Yeah. Like, bro, like, bro, you either on like... one you. mic. Yeah, yes. one mic. Now now nobody like you no more. He all sad as shit. Nah. You know, still mad it was a sad ass album because he had no friends. <laughs> he had no fucking friends. <laughs> hey yo, that's funny yo, as hell, yo. Mike. That's funny fuck as cars, hell, yo. yo that's funny. Oh, like. <laughs> <laughs> he had no friends. He had no friends because he made building destroy. Like, why fuck you dissing P for? He been P Cormega in nature. Like, bro, that's the that's the fucking click. What are you doing? Yeah, what are you doing, bro? Him like, and Nori wasn't talking. Yeah, like, was bro, crazy. what are you doing? Like, yeah, that's yeah, the click. He was, was wilding. He had a lot going on, man. He did. He did. He had a lot he going on. I'm telling you, boy, once everybody was behind him, no faces, full, full places, no one safe. <laughs> oh, you did. Want to know whose life was written? I used to visit the dick. Get it. 
that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's the boy Esco. And like you said, his counterpart, Jay-Z, was voted the number one greatest rapper of all time on the Billboard list that we have been following closely. Um, and of course, he's been getting a lot of flack for that. I haven't really seen too many people go, yeah, Jay-Z deserves it besides Fat Joe. I mean, fans of Jay-Z are going to say he deserves it. And there's going to be people who said they experienced the entire run and they don't understand um, how he... Because, bro, because, like, you know, he was never really the hottest rapper when he was out, though. Yeah. Like, the hottest. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He may have sold, and he may have had a solid platinum albums and shit, but only, I think, I, and I talked about this to one of my bros, though. So in 2001, you can argue that he was the hottest rapper. When the blueprint, the year the blueprint dropped. You know what I'm saying? That year alone, because he dropped Dad, he dropped Unplugged album, which was the first album, like, you know, hip-hop album with the roots, like a live band type shit. So he did... Blaze some trails and shit, you know what I mean? In regards to that. But number one of all time, though, number one? I can't even say he had 2001. Who had a one? Because Eminem? No, but Nelly? Nas dropped Still Matic, and people in New York said Nas had one. So he actually that ended came, that year. That came after that, though. Nah, uh, Blueprint dropped in September 2001, and Still Matic dropped in 2001 as well. And then they had, and so. Ether is on that record, and yeah. they had the Battle of New York, and Jay Z lost that, and then he did. Super. I agree. So he came, so he came crashing down. No pun intended to the to the to the towers, but he came crashing down at the end of yeah, 01. Still mad it came out in um, December 01. Yeah. So you yeah. figure, so so you think Ether is on the radio already? Like that's that was a single type of record. So still mad it drops, but Ether's still out there. Takeover and, was on the records too. Takeover was on the radio too. No, no. I'm saying. If that was the year for Jay-Z, because when I heard TakeOver, fam, I said, whoa. I thought it was over. I thought it was over, bro. I ain't even going to hold you. Yeah. Until Ether dropped. Until Ether dropped. Until Ether dropped. But see, he go to, but what I'm saying is, the year 01, who else you going to give it to? Like, if, we're not talking about day battle. We're talking about just the year of the Well, I'm saying it. if Jay-Z doesn't get it, Nas takes it from him and in the fourth quarter. It's That's like crazy. overtime. It's like Nas. It's like we're going <laughs> yeah. into overtime, and Nas is pulling away because at the end of the year, yeah. it was Nas who walked nah, away victorious. So you nah, can't he say, did. hey, um, you know, this was Jay-Z's year when he lost. So and you if can- you listen, and Benny Siegel, real quick, I know that it was from hate. But after Siegel and Jay became enemies, yeah. Siegel was spilling the beans about how Jay-Z was stressed, stressed out on the couch after he heard Ether. Like, yo, this... Yeah, bitch, wouldn't you be stressed out on the couch, bitch? I'd be on the floor rolling around. Like, bitch, goddamn. Like, I mean, he, bro, that was a napalm bomb, bro. And like, then, and once again, th- this is all coming from people who kind of don't associate themselves with Jay no more, but even Dame Dash was like, yo, we lost that. You get what I'm saying? Bro, you got to respect it, bro. They, every, The world know he lost that, bro. He gave Nas one verse, bitch. He gave not bitch Jay a whole in the whole rock, a whole song, bro. Yeah. So here's the here's the big debate, right? And Big Gip from Goody Mob actually has a video out speaking his mind on the situation. Did you see it? Nah. Okay. So he basically was saying that um, how is Jay Z number one when he never dominated an era? He said DMX was bigger. He was. Tupac was bigger. Was bigger. Biggie yes. was bigger. bigger. Uh, who else he said? Uh, I forgot. 50 Cent bigger. was bigger. He said everybody, everybody that surrounded J.O. was Nelly, around. Nelly, bro, Nelly was bigger, bro. Every, everybody had their... Ja Rule was bigger, ja bro. On some real live shit. I'm, this is not, no knock against Jay, because you know everybody hold him in high regard, bro, as the greatest. But being real, the people we just named were hotter than him. We're bigger than him in the music world. 
No, no, I give you that. And he sold records. His highest selling record is Hard Not Life, bro. And that shit went five million. Yeah. So it's kind of like, and everybody else had the same type of structure that Jay Z could not figure out until a Kanye West came. You get what I'm saying? Like people love Benny Siegel, but everybody else had hotter artists, had hotter acts, right? So you go DMX, even though he wasn't the executive of Rough Riders, but look who was with DMX. Right. Like their movement. Yeah. Look at the G unit movement. Right. Look dip at set, the movement. dipset movement. Look at mm-hmm. the um Murder Cash Inc. Money movement. movement. Yeah. Cash money movement. No Everybody limit. else's yeah. movement was so powerful, it was just like Jay Z waited until like the Kanye West's came. Cause Rockefeller was mm. always Rockefeller, but it was Jay Z though. Like, you know what I'm saying? He had myth. He had Rail. Siegel. He had Rail and the niggas. But, I mean, they came a little later, though. And we talking about when he, when all the labels was out in the night in the, in the mid to early, like in the, the like nine seven to like two thousand. Then it was Jay Siegel and Memphis Bleak. Bleak. You feel me? And Bleak. that's kind of where you kind of Bleak couldn't scratch the surface. Of course not, because that's why me? you go get Reservoir Dogs. You go get the locks. You, right. you go get like yeah. you take Benny Siegel. Think about it. Benny Siegel was is with Jay on all of the songs where Bleak should have been. Right, right. Can't be life. Scarface. Right. right. Um. Whatever. It was always Jay and Siegel following Jay. Like because it was always Benny Siegel, Siegel following Jay Siegel, around. We, we, because Siegel was more talented than fucking Memphis Bleak. Siegel was only one hit away. Just like Hov said, he was one hit away, bro. But as a label, they couldn't get him over the hump. So if you look at all the other artists and, and the impact that they had as a unit, there was never a Rockefeller movement. It was just Jay-Z. It just, yeah, it was exactly. Until Kanye, Until like you Ka- said. But Kanye surpassed everyone. So it's right. just like, right. that's your artist. But it's like, yo, the structure of how it was back then, and that's all they say. But they was trying, though, bro. He was trying. Yeah, I mean, well. he, tr- he tried. But to, he, I don't think, number one rapper, he should be in the top brackets, though. He, I don't think number. They're gonna give you number one, bro. I'm not. Billboard and his vibe, bro. He's not, going to get number one. I'm not gonna lie to you. I think the ghost, <laughs> the ghost of hip hop past, Tupac should be number one, fan. This I think guy, Biggie should be number one, or, or really a rapper's rapper. Biggie should be number one to me. <clears throat> I think. I, I think we're both right because um, I think that Tupac should be the greatest rapper of all time because of what he did musically and what he did outside of music and what he looked like and what he stood for. Because everything he did is what you see now. You get what I'm saying? Everything. Niggas trying to do movies. Everything. You know what I'm saying? Niggas, yeah, he was writing the first, books and shit. Every fam, everything that you see right now as far as being like a the public, artist. The artist that yeah. can do everything that looks the part. Yeah. Here's the thing. Everything like to this day, you speak stories are still coming out about Tupac and, and women. juice and shit. Y- yeah, I ain't know he had shorty, shorty from um uh, Fresh Prince, bro. Married women are still talking about how they miss Tupac. Why they husband? Crazy. <laughs> crazy. This nigga been dead almost thirty dead years. Thirty bro. years. And meanwhile, your wife is closing her eyes, wishing you were him. It's just so everyone loved this guy. So for me, bro, when we talk about rappers, bro, we just saying rappers, bro. I, I, that when when we talk. When I saw the list and it said greatest rapper with no, you know. Well, they disclaimer. gave us a little bit. After they gave this nigga number one and had to prove why he was number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, feel yeah. me? Right, like, right. We didn't know, but of course. They going, oh, we gave you number one because of his cultural impact and all this other shit. Like, there is no bigger cultural impact than Tupac Shakur. To this day, like the whole West Coast, like everybody to this day. And even if they don't know, 
they're representing Tupac, the new generation it's that's just, following Wayne. Energy, bro. It's just his energy. It's everything bro. he did. It's like yeah. all the gangster shit, like the thug life, like everything that yeah. he. First off, he's a battle rapper. He's right. an MC. He's a right. songwriter. He's, he's, an a, he's an actor. He's a sex symbol. He's a sex symbol. <laughs> like, it's he crazy. is everything. Like if you were to complete, if you were to create the perfect artist, it would be Tupac Shakur. I agree. I agree with that statement. Everybody else is missing something. And D- only DMX thing people- was cut from that same cloth too, though. DMX cut. He, but he was just on. You can't. He had a problem though, bro. Yeah, like he he had a problem. That's, and, that's the sad part. And he had demons too. Like he grew up hella hard. Man. Like. To, D- to, DMX ran up the wall and Roundhouse kicked somebody. Face. Yo, <laughs> Frank, oh no, 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 forget that. DMX made a trash ass belly movie a classic by himself. <laughs> I've never seen that. You take DMX out of belly, that is the worst. Hey yo, Belly Two is the worst movie belly I've ever seen two in my is life. The worst. I don't if even... you take DMX out of Belly One, Belly One and Belly Two, I'd be running neck and neck. Nah, I... DMX with no acting experience. And it's this is what I'm saying about a star, yeah, a yeah. artist where I can drop two albums in a year, go four or five million albums a piece, right? Say a prayer after every show, make the audience cry, be the best rap fan, yeah. and still do yeah. acting, yeah. So he, I, I don't think he was really in tune with what he was, bro, and where he was at in life though, because of what he been through. Like he was really the next one up, bro. He really was like. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just unfortunate, you know what I'm saying? But, like, to tie it in with the Tupac thing, he he was cut from that same kind of star quality. And to tie it back in with the Jay-Z thing. Jay-Z was smart because he would always wait for everybody's fall-off. He even said, he said, yo, 50 Cent's coming, get out of his way. 50 Cent is coming, bro. Get, get out of his way. I mean, I'm not going to compete with you. I'm but just going to wait. Though. But he competed with him. Remember, remember the Black album came out the same month that the G-Unit album came out? The Beg for Mercy album, they came out the same month, damn near the same week, bro. Yeah. I never forget this. It was 2003. Yeah, they came out the same day. Type shit. You feel what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And they both sold. Yeah, they both sold. They both sold. Both went double. Mm-hmm. Know what I mean? So he he couldn't help it. He had to compete with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, but at the same time, like if that would have been a 50 cent project, though. Right. I don't think right, it would have right, 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 went right. down the a same way. 50 cent way. project would have swallowed that whole. But we all you know for some saying? reason, group projects don't sell as much, which is kind of why Interscope had an issue with 50 dropping G Unit project right now. But they gave him that chicken, that, though. They gave, I just found yeah. out they gave him 15 million. G unit, for the G unit, like record label. That's what I'm saying. Like, you want me to put out a G. Why would I do that when I got my own label? I'm about to put out. My own artist, bro. I'm not about to. He, and, and shout out to Fifty though because he did what what I feel like exec should do. He did what no other exec did. He did what they should Nelly do. Nelly dropped like five albums before. No, he didn't. I, he dropped the Saint Lunatics album. See, niggas forget about that album. He dropped bro. Saint Lunatics right after right after the first album. The na- the the, link, the Saint Lunatics album dropped. So why didn't he get no because flack? Because that, that shit went wood, bro. That that shit did not sell. It went wood. Niggas forgot all about it. Then Nellyville album came out with Hot and Her. And dilemma, and then I gotta look that up. Fam. Bro, I don't know if he drops that shit. Bro, hold on. I'm about to pull it up okay. right now. Right, I'm about to pull right, him up right, right now. Yeah, I, 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 I need some because that just wasn't the blueprint. That's why Fifty caught slack for it because you don't drop a group project in the middle of your hotness because that so, takes away from you. So Free City, the album came out in 2001. Okay, so put it, put this in perspective real quick. Nelly, the, the first album, Country Grammar, came out in 2000. All right, they put out some bullshit. Went, went diamond. Feel me? He put out the St. Lunatics album in 2001, two days before my birthday. Then the Nellyville album with Hot and Her came out in 02. Oh, he's a fool. No, he's not. He's a fool. Nah, he's really not. If it, if it went shout out, the, shout out to Shout out to Nelly. Shout out to 50. 
because he put his peoples in play. He tra- he said, no, I know y'all want a Nelly album. I know y'all want a 50 album. Yeah, 2001. Nah, fuck that. I'm going to put my mans in them on. I'm going to give my niggas a chance to eat and go on tour and build they buzz up. And then I'm going to come off again. But what happened was St. Lunatics ain't have another star outside of Nelly. They thought motherfucking Murphy Lee was going to be the nigga, but he wasn't. Why not though? Because I remember Murphy Lee was. They the, thought the, he was going to be the nigga, but he was he, like their Lloyd Banks, their Memphis Bleed. He dropped the ball, bro. He had a little single. He had two singles, bro. He had the song, the single from Jermaine Dupree with the hook going to be. Then he had the Jazzy Face single, Love You, Babe. He had dope singles. He just, for some reason, he couldn't cross all the way over. Like, you, you, you right about that. So. You feel me? So shout out to them niggas for putting their mans in place, which Jim Jones should have did when he had his niggas. <laughs> you know I'm going to tie it all the way back. Yeah. Shout out to Free Max B. But that's what niggas should do. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the labels was pissed. Oh, we want your album. You know what I'm saying? Nah, we're going to put my mans in the morning first. Let them eat. Let them go on tour. Then I'm going to come back. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So that's what niggas did. Wow. And that was that's kind of huge for Nelly, though, to to do the, the his first solo project, which Diamond. was at Diamond. But you gotta let that breathe. So for him to drop a group, and that kind of that kind of might have backfired him as well. When you drop so soon, when that's still fire, that's what I mean about like the algorithm of you. Like I'm still trying to yo, where's hot in here at? Is this is this hot in here? No, I don't want this. Bro, shit he dropped. Think about this for a second, bro. He dropped "Get Rich or Die Trying" in February '03. The "Beg for Mercy" album came out in November '03. You get what I'm saying? He's still riding the success off of Get Rich or Die Trying. That's how big he was, so get, And that's, that album was still selling while That's get, how big he was, bro, fam. Niggas went and got the G-Unit album and still was buying the 50 Cent record, bro. And the soundtrack, like you said. The soundtrack came out, yeah, that shit came out after anything else. Okay, that shit okay. came out after everything. After this massacre came out, after all that, you know what I'm saying? I forgot what I was about to say about, there was another project that came out. Um, oh, yeah, Juvenile, right? 400 Degrees dropped. That should have breathed. That he, they should have let that breathe. But look, let me tell you what they did. Back that thing came out. It was like the last single, right? They should have let it but breathe. But then he starts working on another project. Here's what people forget. They put back that thing up on this next project too. Word is bomb. Yeah. Look, look it up. It's oh, the it's shit. the radio version. Okay. If yeah. You, if you think about it, so yeah. what, what happened was once. Hold on. Let me, let me look at it now. It was the G Code album. The G Code. Yeah. yeah Juvenile. Yeah. And then if you go to his albums, hold on. Let me let me. Let me look this up, right? Juvenile got a lot of shit. Yeah, shout out to Juvenile. So you go to G Code 1999, and. That's the one there? It should be. I seen it when it was like selling it like as a tape. I don't see Uh, it. I I don't see it on here as the stream. I don't see it on there either. Because you probably can just buy it. Like before you had to buy the tape. He should have. They should have let that breathe, though, bro. Because that album ain't start selling. You know what made that album start selling, though? What people don't know. What? It was the Follow Me Now record, Follow bro. Follow Me Now and Rolling. Because on. look, this is what happened. They already had the record pressed up, bro. And then he did. That was one of the last records he did. And this that Follow Me record shit dropped. They had to re-release the album, bro, and put that on that record. I'm mad they took this off here, fam. It might have been like a CD type of deal okay. to where you. It was like a bonus because back that thing up was still going. It's like, yo, bro, don't drop shit, but bro. Because he said, he said, and I'm glad I be watching little shit. Shout out to fuck Vlad, bro. He said Diddy ran up on him, and bitch was just like, yo, y'all doing too much, bro. You need to let this this record breathe, yeah. bro. Like you feel me? Just back because the back that thing up ran for like a year, yeah, from summer to summer, yeah. bro, for like a whole year, bro. 
Yep, yep. They supposed to let that. They had at least another year out of that album, bro. So when it comes down to who's the greatest fan, I mean, at the end of the day, I personally think Pac. You got Big. I think Big should be up there. Just, um, just, just on the body of work, bro. Even though he only got two records, really. You know what I'm saying? Them two records, bro. Just them two records alone, bro. It's so crazy. Speaking of Jay, the man behind the Super Bowl performances. Um, we just had the Super Bowl. We had Rihanna perform. Shout out to Rihanna, yo. Catching a lot of flack, Rihanna is. I mean, Rihanna is Rihanna, man. Island gal. I Island gal. I went right to the group chat and said, I think this is the best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> I think I was just I think I was just turned on. Yeah. I think I was just hypnotized. He definitely said that though. I said this he is probably said, this the, best. Is the best performance ever. I said, oh nah. I said, did you not see last year's performance? Nah, man, bro. I think it was that part where she looked at the screen. I think I looked in her eyes. Yeah, I said, you oh, looked in her eyes. Oh, you yeah, got me, baby. Yeah. Bro. You Rihanna, got me. Yo, shout out to ASAP. So all I can just oh keep saying, God. shout out to ASAP, yeah. bro. You know what I mean? Like sometimes we mature. Like some of us are like fine wine, right? And I think Rihanna has always been like a fine specimen, but Rihanna is one of those ones who gets better as time goes on. Absolutely. And if you're an ex of hers, you cannot help look at it and go what the fuck like she could have got on your nerves but sometimes you ever have somebody like you just don't want to be around and you break up with them and you forget why you broke up with them like damn she bad yeah like what the fuck was but, i thinking she island girl though so they, they they cut a little different bro so i can like it gotta be misery knowing that you had her at one time and you don't now and asap just keeps on keeping bro, you, on you know drake and his feelings right now absolutely you know drake is super in his feelings i, I know there's plenty of records he done made bitch like know what i mean oh that next album's coming out soon <laughs> yeah. that next album is coming out very soon i can't wait you got to be, that nigga gonna be in the corner all you gonna see is a light <laughs> on him bitch and his shadow in the corner bitch like fuck the, that bitch, nigga Ayo, that you love fine. so bad but you know you know she, she we older now you know they was in their 20s dating and shit like that you know what i'm saying we don't like the same things we like in your 20s when you in your 30s you shouldn't anyway yeah you know what i'm saying so i feel like yeah, it, it was what it was. This she on her grown woman billionaire shit. Know what I mean, like bitch, she a billionaire, whole billionaire. The performance was dope. I I appreciate her performance. Yeah. Shout out to the uh, Kansas City I Chiefs. I didn't too. understand what they wanted from Rihanna. I never thought of her to be this Beyonce type artist. I never she, thought she of huge her. though. Yeah, but as far as performing wise, I, I didn't know what they wanted from her. She looked pregnant. I don't know if she's pregnant she or is. not. She, is. she looked knocked up. I wouldn't be surprised because I was. I mean, knocking her up immediately. Um, <laughs> it was, no question. Um, as far as performance-wise, like, I, I've never been to a show. I, I seen Rihanna once at the Powerhouse. I guess that's our problem. I, I haven't really I seen, seen, I her seen her that her often. Once. I seen her in the Powerhouse when Umbrella was the shit in yeah. 07. So she could perform. She can perform. She can sing live. But like you said, the level of performance, I don't know what they was expecting from her. Well, like, first off, I'm not doing too much of shit that high in the air. Lucky if I go up that high. I am not. And I'm pregnant. Sh- and I'm pregnant. Well, f- f- let's take the pregnancy out. See how high she was? <laughs> yeah, she was I'm not high. moving. Yeah. I'm she not, didn't move. And me neither. She did. She was in the same spot. Yeah. I'm a not lot, moving. A lot of people was turned off by some of the provocativeness that she, you know, she she grabbed a crotch and probably, I think she smelled it or some shit like that. I'm not pissed off about it because, number one, was niggas mad at Madonna for all the crazy shit she been doing in shows and shit like well, that? This is what I want to talk about. I sent the link to a group where Bill Goldberg, doom, 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 nigga, nigga, was disgusted at Rihanna's who, performance. Who gives a fuck if you was disgusted, Goldberg? Be Goldberg, yes, I will. 
No, you won't. But all right, all right well, <laughs> no, you won't. Cobra pushed like sixty, fam. Guess you, what? If there's a time to get him, oh, you got to get him now. Yeah. You got to get him yeah, now. He's so he's old now. I'm not saying a 25 year old Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> you shit me? <laughs> a 30 year old Goldberg will beat the shit out of me, fam. Nah, he he a little old now. Hey, yeah. Yo, you got to get yeah. him now. Yeah. Um, but here's the question that I wanted to have when it comes to Super Bowl performances and only Super Bowl performances, right? Cause I think we get it. Like if Rihanna's on Nickelodeon, she's not doing certain things. Nah. Artists, but the Super Bowls, let's talk about it, right? It's the Super Bowl. Um, personally, every year we watch the Super Bowl, it's kind of like two shows in one. Either you're a fan of the artist or you're not, and you turn into something else, or you this is your piss break, or you go do something. Else. Right. Usually people that watch the Super Bowl don't give a shit about the halftime show unless we've been treated to like Dr. Dre and them last year, Rihanna this year, and we might stay and watch it. So things might be changing, but apparently... Five million more people turned into her show than they did the actual Super Bowl. So it's like a whole different show in between. Fun fact about that. You know why it's like that? Because what? the Super Bowl show used to be trash, bro. That they had to have they a show? They used to be trash on the Super Bowl. They used to have marching bands from the local colleges and high school uh, do the Super Bowl show. You know who changed that? Who? Michael Jackson. So 93 was the first one? Michael Jackson. No, it, wasn't the f- it, it was one of the first ones. Michael Jackson switched it all around, bro. He's the first nigga that made niggas tune. He had more viewers for his show than the Super Bowl that year. You know what I mean? They took more motherfuckers viewed in to see him at Super Bowl halftime show. They're not giving game. my boy enough credit then. Because Billboard did a halftime um, top 20. And they, I think Mike came in like 13 bro, or something. Bro, he was the one that switched it, bro. Do your history. Do your yeah. research. He I'm did look that up. He did that. He yeah. did, bro, bro, I'm telling you. This is how I know. King, uh, what's his name? Um, um, David Allen Greer, he was doing um, Sway in the Morning. And they asked him about Living Color. And Living Color, that same year, right before Michael Jackson did it, and Living Color had a Super Bowl show. And all their viewers went and toned into the Living Color Super Bowl show. And a lot of them didn't come back because mm. it was so trash. You get what I'm saying? The NFL says, you know what? We got to change that shit. They went and got the biggest artist in the world, Michael Jackson. Remember this? Remember this? You might remember this. Remember Rock, Mick Foley? We mm-hmm. had a halftime yeah. in the arena show? Yep. At halftime. Yep. So you would turn from that. football you would turn from and the watch the wrestling. Exactly. Exactly. So that's what was happening. But Mike was one of the first ones to make it cool to watch the Super Bowl show yeah. again. You know what I'm saying? So now, Super Bowl show, Super Bowl show, Titty come out. Mm. Janet Titty come out. You know what I mean? That turned people off and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So now we back. You know what I mean? I didn't like the weekend. Yeah, nobody. I did not like the weekend. weekend. I appreciated the Bruno Mars. I appreciated the Prince. So where we go from here, though? Well, this is the question that I'm. I'm Chris Brown need to do it, but he will never do it. But he needs to do it. He will never do it. Why won't he? Jay Z doing this shit. Him and Jay Z is not. not, But but Chris is worthy. Well, business wise, eventually you got to swallow your pride. That's what I'm saying. Usher, Usher is out there. He can do it because Chris Brown just had. A tweet go out yeah, like, that say, "Hey, why you guys are still talking about something that happened when I was seventeen, when I was 17 years old?" Bro, I'm thirty three now. But y'all are laughing at Blueface and Chris Sean Rock, and that's fighting. that's that's toxicity at yeah. his at his worst, bro. Like my daughter was asking me about that, like, "Dad, do you know what's going on?" I'm like, "I don't know." She's telling me, "I'm like, hey, no, my blood pressure is rising yeah. right now. I don't want to hear that." Like, but here's the question that I, I want to ask, right? Um, Rihanna grabbing her crotch, right? I didn't notice. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but, but when you're up there performing and dancing, who has to adjust to who? Does the Super Bowl have to adjust to, does the NFL have to adjust to the artists? Does the artists have to adjust to the NFL? I think it's a little bit of both because of Nipplegate, because of Janet Titty coming out. I think they they had hella conversations with the artists like, yo, we not going to let you do this. But artists still do their shit. Last year, motherfucking 
and if uh, uh, Eminem kneeled at the shit. That's what I'm saying. Eminem, so the last few years... They know he was going to do that. Eminem got on one knee. Rihanna allegedly crotch grabbed. I didn't see it. Beyonce... Oh, she did it? She definitely did it. Allegedly. Beyonce did the formation. They wanted to get... They wanted to blackball her. Who else? I mean, artists are still using this time to represent themselves. You have to, bro. It's the biggest stage on the planet, bro. You have to. Like, whatever it is you got going on, you got to do it at the Super Bowl, bro, because... It's the biggest shit in the world. Absolutely. She promoted the hell out of her uh, um, goodies. Like, I mean, her her Fenty, like everything that she was promoting, everything that she owns, it's up. Wow, it's, Red. You have to. It's up. You have to, bro. It's Rihanna, bro. It's, it's the Super Bowl. Like, even if she didn't do that crotch grab shit, her Fenty still was going to sell. Her record still was going to start streaming. It's I really just, didn't see the crotch grab. I, really I, I saw it. Okay. I saw I it, bro. It. I mean, she. it wasn't even a grab, bro. She, like, went, like... She did a move like how Michael would go and grab his cross, but she slid up with it like she was touching it, and then she she acted like she smelled it type Jamie, shit. Jamie, what? Like like it's it's Rihanna, bro. Like Rihanna's this is bad. what she do. Like yeah. it's Rihanna. Like Rihanna I didn't feel no kind of way because bitch, um, these these rock women, bitch Madonna has done hella worse in her concerts. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Like, well, first off, I mean it's Bill. Who gives a fuck? Who about gives a fuck about? Bill Bill well, she ain't the only one that's. I mean, it's some other people that said some shit like they didn't appreciate what she did though. I mean, but at the end of the day, who gives a fuck about what y'all think? And that's the issue that we're in with this, um, you know, social media era. There's always just going to be somebody who's not going to like something. Always. Um, regardless of who they have next year or whatever, it's going to be something where we go, bro, it's just booty. We don't like it. Um, but obviously somebody that does, and you can't please 118 million people. You can't do it. Even somebody going to be pissed. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, most of them, like, think about it, it's, it's football, fam. They probably, like, are country boys. Yeah. Like, not really fans of Rihanna's type of music, and they don't turn the channel sometimes, and the shit might be on. They go, what the fuck is this? Yeah, what is this shit? Who the shit? fuck, like, What's a, going as on? big as Rihanna is, they still going, who is this? Bro, it's the same thing as if they would have had a country star up there. If they have Garth, I remember Garth Brooks did the Super Bowl one year, and yeah. niggas was looking like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. I don't know not one song up here, but I'm not. But I'm he, not about to change. He might have grabbed his crotch or some shit. Maybe man. nigga wouldn't have gave a well, fuck. Like, yeah. who cares, yo? But look, I want to go back to this list though, bro. Real quick, yo, right. I want to go back to this list because Snoop Dogg is on the top ten. He deserves to be in the top ten, right? Nicki Minaj is number ten because it's based on influence. It's based on um, you know all of the criteria. Once we learn what the criteria is, I think that, but. Kendrick is number two. My issue is... They put Kendrick over Nas, over Pac, over Biggie, over Eminem, over Lil Wayne and Drake. Well, that's false because I don't... But has Kendrick's impact, like, are we seeing his impact when it comes to, like, the culture? Meaning, like, um, having, like, your own, like... It's like his 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 impact on a game is of like the Tyler creators. It's like of the artists that right. have their own. They got their own little lane. little lane. He got his own pocket, his own fans, his own way. He and Kendrick might have created that. So like so okay so like how Lil Wayne changed the game. Everybody got dreads. Everybody got golden tattoos in their face, golden in their mouth type shit. Everybody don't write their lyrics down no more type shit. They auto tune heavy. That's how he changed the game. He wear oh, what the I'm, fuck he want. Yeah yeah. You know what I mean. What has what has Kendrick done to change the game? Only thing I can think of is what I just said, and I don't even, and I'm just guessing. I don't think he's done that. I all don't... three of bodies all his bodies of work that he's put out have been great. Okay, so let's go with there then, right? So let's just go with Good Kid Mad City. Great. Classic coming out. Great. 
I sent this to the group. I don't know if you remember, but his next project, Do Pimpy Butterfly, was rated the highest rated hip hop album of all, all time. time. Yeah, when it dropped. So I, that's 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 kind of crazy. Yeah. So that's saying something in itself. That's that's kind of um, crazy. His next project, like all, like all of his projects are are acclaimed, like highly acclaimed. All of them, like, bro. I don't know if there's any artist in the galaxy who has albums that are as acclaimed because as his and as different. Because it's, it's, he is really an artist, bro. He's really, you can tell he don't care about, blend, like, just look at the typical artists out right now, bro. They jewelry heavy. They talk about they luxury lives and shit that they live in. He don't represent none of that kind of shit, bro. It's like he's like a real rapper. like. And think about it. His album was the most streamed on Spotify of 2022. So, Mr. Morale? Yeah. Word. It's the most streamed album, yep. So he still got it. It's, so you could tell it's about what he, it's his talent, bro. He's really talented, bro. So like, technically, he's really, like, he's the man. I just. So, so I mean, I you can understand why they would give him number two? No. I think that the it, legends, if you're going based off cultural impact, Jay-Z, Nas, Big, and Pac, should be rated higher because they absolutely. have impacting you longer. Absolutely. If, absolutely. If Kendrick goes on stage and says, I am influenced by Jay-Z and Nas but this and, is, and Tupac, but this is young how can he game, be important? But this is your young, hip-hop is, is still young. It is young, like, meaning it's 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 fueled by the youth. But who's going you off their criteria, though? If you're going off impact and cultural impact, and if Kendrick and when Kendrick wins an award, he tells you, was it for Jay, Nas, Pac, Big, I wouldn't be here. Right. So... Pop, see, here's the thing. Pop, Big, Jay, and Nas cannot help. They were heavy heavy hitters in the golden era. That's why it's the golden era. Right. And I was watching a video on Jermaine Dupree. Uh, he was, it was something I was just passing by. He was like, hip-hop is number one, but hip-hop is in trouble. Because the problem with hip-hop right now, it's, it's not, um, they're not really saying much, basically. No. They're not saying nothing. But that's what they were saying about us. In our era, bro. Well, the older the, the heads, older, but they, but they the, were hating us. Lyrically, fam. <laughs> they were just haters. Because lyrically, <laughs> we was our going favorite in. We were still going in, yeah. Prodigy, some niggas was in the projects, yeah. and Prodigy was really like, I stab your brain with your nose bone. They was right. lyrical. Right. They actually took pride that in their lyrics. That, that reasonable doubt. And, they don't and, get me the, wrong. The infamous album. And yeah. I think, remember, that's when... Um, you know, the older heads just was hating on oh, you guys smoke weed, you guys got your pants hanging on. They was yeah. hating for wrong reasons. Yeah. Musically though, we, we was, was putting smoking out shit. shit. We, we was killing the samples, all the best samples we was taking. And it was more money coming in, so they hating. Yeah. We didn't make money in the eighties. Well, we making but, money but, in the nineties. And now we making they making more money now. But they're not as skilled. That's what I'm saying. Like because our artists were nice and getting paid. These niggas ain't nice. These though. dudes ain't nice, yo, but they making yo, all the money. Yo, I swear to God, bro. So the hate is valid for me. <laughs> but, but 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 we sound like old hating niggas to these niggas but when it's we sound valid. But they're not good. Hey, hey, hey. You right? Bro. They're bro, not good. I see, bro. I be looking at the red carpet and I be looking at all the money that these niggas got on around their necks and on their wrists and shit like that, and just be looking like, yo, how is they getting to this type of so bag? So when I go, they're not good, right? Once again, I'm gonna bring up Prodigy, bring up Red Man, bring whoever you want to bring up, Big, bring up Pop, right? Lyrically, song wise, right? We can tell, we can go song for song, bar for bar, lyric for lyric with anybody who's who, from the older generation. But here's the thing, though, it's still subjective because if you put a red man song on in a room full of twenty year olds versus putting that same song on versus a room full of forty year olds, of course the forty year olds gonna fuck with it because it's nostalgic I'm to us. You, I'm gonna tell you why it's not subjective. But but 
They not gonna respect the bars, bro. They not gonna respect I'm gonna that, bro. Why it's not subjective? Why? Tell me why. King Disease Three just dropped, and they said that Nas rapped more words in this album that he's ever in his career. These young niggas don't give a fuck about that. that, though, bro. But that's still the facts, though. The facts is I lyrically put the work in. That's all I'm saying. They ain't gotta like it. I get what you said. Today, what I'm saying is we can try to like it, but if you're not saying nothing, you give it an easy out. It's trash. Your bars is repetitive. Repetitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, all, it ain't about all I'm that. saying is, like, you don't gotta like it. See, here's the thing, niggas is niggas really love this shit, bro. Nah, you could tell Nas rapping right now because he loves yeah. to rap. You get what I'm saying? He really loves the shit. Certain niggas doing the shit as a way out because they it, this is the way out now. They might not. They might got a little pocket, but and and hence this is well, why everybody sound like each other now, bro. I'll be honest with you. I heard something from one of the new rappers, and I go, that's it. A lot of these kids, right, and I don't know why they are. It's more of them than it is, than it was of us, or maybe we just dealt with it differently. Most of these kids are more depressed than we've ever been. Oh, yeah, that emo shit. And they're using rapping as therapy. So a lot of their music be about... I lost my homie. I can't trust you. It's repetitive. I can't trust you. And a bitch hurt my feelings. Women are hurting their feelings every day. Looking at and their the, homies are back. The ops. And the yeah. ops. They, it's like, they don't have nothing. At least we had crews, cliques, families. Like, yo, like, whatever they would rap, they would always put somebody's name in it. Right. That it was their man. That it was their down type It was their click. Yeah, now, click. because you brought Redman, Gilla House, I got Keith Murray, I got Eric Sherman. Like, there was always right. somebody around you who you felt like loved you. These rappers, they be like, I can't trust my own homies. My bitch cheated. That's their song every Yo, it's time. Just, I heard the record, bro. It, this nigga was coming at his cousin the whole record. <laughs> World is bond. The, every song, bitch, he coming at his cousin. I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm at my people's crib. We chilling, smoking. This. I'm like, damn, this nigga hate his cousin, yo. Like, <laughs> yo, this nigga, what his cousin do to him? <laughs> I work at FedEx, right? And one of the kids, they was making some music and... I'm working with him for a few weeks before I know he a rapper. So by the time they show me the rap songs, I'm like, bro, what the fuck is you? Why are you so fucking sad? Like, it's just not even you. You working? Like, you working? <laughs> like, like they, they ain't a video talking about my homie did this, but bro, I don't, I don't see this in you. Like, it's, 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 are you faking or is this is just the you, message? You doing this because this sell. This is what motherfuckers want to hear now, bro. Like, you get what I'm saying? You got to think back when we came up, bro. What we want to hear from Styles? We want to hear Styles talk that shit. Bitch, get you shot in the head or shot in the neck if I ain't getting proper respect. You feel what I'm saying? I remember when I was in class one day, right? This kid sat in front of me. And he started writing some raps. Now, I know he ain't had shit, right? But he was having about how cars he got in bitches. And I was just sitting behind him, stunned. I think he was, I think he rapped it to somebody. I was just like, whoa. It took me a long time that even our era was a figure to you make it type of era. We were a figure to you. didn't have the money yet. You didn't a lot of stuff you didn't right, have, but it's right. just like, whoa. So it sound good. a lot of these kids, I don't really think are as depressed as they lead off, but that's where the money is. Bro, that's how it's always, bro, think about it for a sec. That's how it's always been, bro. Like when we was coming up, everybody rapped about cars they had, jewelry yeah, that they, they had, didn't have, bitches they had. These niggas ain't had shit. You feel me? Yeah. So that's what sold. That's what we want to hear. So again, it, it go to this time now. That's what these niggas into. They in their feelings, bro. They I remember. I remember Nelly was saying, "Remember, do you want to go and get high with me?" Like he had a lot of get high and ride alongs, but he didn't. He said, 
didn't have that. I just was making it because it, it, it was bro, coming. That's what it exactly, was coming, and that's what sell, bro. You know what I'm saying? Seen the Turk interview. Turk yeah. was like, "Yo, we didn't have Rolexes at first. We had little cheap ass watches. We faked it till we made it. Got to, bro. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah, you redid your bling bling. It was something I wanted. To, it was something on this I wanted to touch on, bro. It's gonna come to me later though, bro. Like, but it don't. Oh, you ever notice how like when Jeezy was the snowman? Mm-hmm. He was the hottest nigga out. Mm-hmm. Soon as he got political, yeah, nobody liked him no more. Exactly. Why? Because these he's a people, snowman, bro. Because people like negativity, and people want to keep you in that box too. Fan. People always want to keep you in that box. I be listening to Jeezy's records, right, and they be like, "Oh, this ain't it." I be like, "What the fuck is the difference before the shit he was doing before?" Like y'all loved him so much then. What is he doing different? Than he did before. He still got the ad libs. He still he got still the same cadence. It's the, still the same shit. He still bro. is everything. He just switched up what he talking about. He talking about some real shit now. Tip did the same thing, bro. Tip did the same thing. He put out a political album from us, us against them or some shit like that. That shit went wood. Nobody wasn't even checking for that shit. Why? Because he's saying some shit now. You get what I'm saying? People like the people expect certain shit from you. Yeah. You get yeah. what I'm saying? If 50 Cent start talking political and start, man, no one don't want to hear okay. that shit from him. Okay, but I think you brought this up before, right? You're tired of 50 talking about bulletproof this, bulletproof that. But if he raps about something else. Nigga, rap about how you be having these fucking TV. Nobody want to hear that shit. Rap about. But, nah, but we, nah. I, listen, that's what you're going through right now. I would so rather. I res- if he talk about how he ready to choke the shit out of a TV set, <laughs> or, how he ready, or how he about to put the strap to one of them, I would respect that. But I don't want to hear nothing about you was in the hood. I don't want to hear nothing about that, 50. I will respect it if he put it in a book. You know but why? Not music fan. You know why I'm not respecting that? Because he keep talking about, bitch, how, he's, how, how niggas keep going to the hood. And how niggas be on you in the hood. Like, he he talked about how the PN, PNB rock situation. But, like, But what he's saying is what he's always stood on. They was like, yo, 50, why haven't you made a song about your kid? He said, well, nobody wants to hear a rap song about my son. So if this is entertainment, like, 50, 50, is one of the, 50 is one of the only ones, probably getting like five, who knew how to balance street and business. And that's why he's a mogul. Right. Because a lot of people... You know, and that's kind of like how, why they always gravitated towards Jay-Z. Well, well 50 Cent always, well, he, he was smart and and went and understanding that he was going to be like a character too. Like the 50 Cent character. You know what I'm saying? He, brand, yeah. he separated himself from 50 Cent Video at a certain games. point. You get what I'm saying? Like he became... Toys, action figures. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Clothing lines, shoes, all t- he, he He became a brand, separated himself from 50 Cent. Jay-Z did the same thing. Sean Carter became different from Jay-Z. Jay-Z stood out because he was one of the few artists in 50 Cent as well. They'll gravitate towards you if you're not a knucklehead as you seem. 98% of our rap artists smoke a lot of weed, drink a lot, hang out with the homies. Jay-Z and 50 Cent don't fit that mold, right? Right, right. Like, Jay-Z does not smoke, and he might have a sip or two, but he's always looking to learn. And what they were saying was when they brought Jay-Z and him over you know, they took a liking to Jay. And all Jay had to do was just soak up game. Right. I can't really tell uh, DMX. You know what I'm saying? I can't pull DMX to the side and give him game. Not with it. I can't pull a Nas to the side. Rather go smoke some weed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, I think weed smokers had a bad look at the time. Now, I don't think people care. But if you did any type of, you know, illegal activities, they just was kind of like... Push you to the side, but the artists that we're talking about that have actually been 
brought under the wings of execs and have blossomed are the artists who are the no-nonsense guys, the Masterpiece, Jay-Z, the Curtis Jackson. This is how you know this shit ain't real, bro, on some real live shit, bro. 50 Cent rap about shit he don't do all the fucking time, bro. You can find me in the club, bottle full of bub. You know what that bub be? Ginger ale. He said it. Yeah, he yeah he 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 said that when he goes out. But he'd pop the shit and have one drink, and then once the shit gone, he'd have his man fill it up with ginger with, ale. With ginger ale, yeah. He said he get high all the time. They asked him. He said second hand. Come on, bro. Like I get high all said, the time. I smoke that good and you shit. You still bought the shit. We still bought them records. Jay Z said the same thing. He said the same shit, bro. Feeling it, flowing out, drinking in the sky. He said, bitch, he might smoke A once in a while, the joint, bro. Like, he don't get high. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They don't really get high. So it goes to what you saying, bro. These niggas don't be in their feelings. You work with this young nigga every day, and he ain't emotional like you say he is, but he in the song, oh, I miss my, I'm But when I'm in the studio, I'm sad. I miss my homie. I miss my girl. Come on, man. Like, bitch, like, I mean, that might be your outlet, though. Like, if you talking about that type of manner, you know what I mean? Like, but I get high all the time and you don't smoke. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> but he, I, I forgot why he said he made that record though. Because you, because bro, he he's into everybody, bro. He hitting everybody. Absolutely, absolutely. Twenty one questions. F- Dre was mad at him for yeah, putting twenty one. Like, what qu- you need that for? But but it made sense what Dre was saying. It did. They never needed. They didn't need that. that but so, but, st- but it, he hit another demographic. Fifty might be the first artist to work with Dre to have that single because M didn't have it. Snoop, Dre, like nobody from his camp. Oh, that's a f- that's yeah. that's a fact. So bro. when you come with twenty one questions, Yo, twenty years into that's my career, a whole fact. Bro. I'm gonna look at that like who you don't need no bitch songs. I think, I think even Pac didn't. Have, I get around. That was before Maybe. Dre. I'm just okay. Divide the the double disc had none of that shit, bro. Bro, every other city we go, yeah, yeah, every other video, like, like, yo, they never had the. But that wasn't a, a love song. song. That was it. They never had a love song on there, right? He was the first one. Yeah, but Dre might have been gone. I think Dre did first off. Pop came and hijacked California love. I don't think that him and Dre actually worked together together. Song. Yeah, that was Dre's song. So it's not right. like Dre was sitting there overseeing the double album. So when, how do you love? Because he only on like two tracks. He only got like two yeah. tracks on the so whole So when you hear Every Other City We Go, I don't know if Dre, Dre was there to be like, we don't need this shit. Right. But when I'm actually there overseeing a project and the first one is 50, like, yo, what the, 21 questions. Bow, bow, bow. Hey, yo, that's, cr- but but 50's smart though, bro. He understood, like, bitch, I'm going to hit, I'm going to got the club song, got the chick song, got the stoner song, I got for my hardcore fan, like, bitch, he stayed in his pocket, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, speaking of that, before we get out of here, I'm gonna touch on the Wu Tang series. Okay. Um, it just dropped and it gave us three episodes on premiere night. Woohoo! Um, I watched all three and it re- I like watching that Wu Tang doc. Well, not doc, but series because it reminds you of how things used to be. And we just talked about how Fifty Cent would structure a project, right? And it just takes you back. And it's the, the, the time that they're at now is they're working on their five solo projects. Mm-hmm. At first, when I turn it on, I'm like, oh, this is going to be a pity party for RZA. I don't feel Because <laughs> it shows you how fucking stressed out he was trying to create these projects. Yeah. Stuff stuff you don't think about. Yeah. We just go, damn, he produced five solo joints but in two groups. Going into, yeah, the But mindset. we don't really see how depressed this man could have been. So the first episode, I'm like, bro, you're not going to get me to feel bad for you, fam. <laughs> I see the road y'all going. Like, right. y'all, y'all my guys, but, bro, this, I ain't about to... Oh, Rizzo was in the Rizzo was in the studio every day. He never saw daylight and everybody, but 
the way that they structured it, it just took me back to the days of, yo, I just wrote this rap one here. And then you write, and you're like, yo, that's fire. Mm-hmm. Like you would always just write, no hook. Mm-hmm. But you would have some bars on deck. And they're like, yo, that's fire. They're actually showing you like how Ray and Ghost was like collectively putting this shit together. Putting together like the whole creation of Cuba Links. Like they just mm. was like always together, just watching movies together. That's fire. Yeah, like it's just like, yo, that's dope how they're putting it together because you can easily say everything is fake and everything is, you know, dramatized. But if you actually listen to some of the interviews, some of that stuff was real. Like, what they're doing is they're showing you the difficulties of them making Old Dirty's album. Because yeah. he wasn't even there. And he spent his budget before he worked on his project. <laughs> he smoked his budget. <laughs> they said all his money was gone. <laughs> and that's a fact. Oh, like, he literally had no shit. money working on his, his solo project. So they all had shit to. shit platinum, though, right? Well, after the fact, but they had they all had to chip in and help him out and work and make it because he was fucked up. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like them just all being in like the Wu Mansion, like it makes sense as to how you can make those five projects. They didn't have a studio; they had a studio inside the mansion. They all was in the mansion. But you know how stressed out you can be when you in the woods somewhere and like used to the projects. Like, yo, get me the fuck out of here! I don't want to be here. And you like a grown ass man. You technically like technically got to babysit eight other grown ass men. Because we want to do everything we want to do. I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this. Fuck that. Fuck this. Like, it's it's a dope series. Check out the Wu-Tang joint on Hulu. And catch up. Oh, they, shit, I got Hulu, too, yo. I'm, yeah, I'm checking that yeah, out. Yeah, they, they, they dropped three episodes. And it's, it's just fire. And it shows you, it's dramatized a little bit, but Puffy's son is in it. And it shows you the making of You're All I Need, the remix. Okay. Where Def Jam comes to the Wu, and they like, we need another single from Method Man because we're almost there. And Rizzo like, bro, I ain't doing shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucking stressed. I'm working on Jizza album. I'm working on Dirty album. <laughs> Fuck that shit. I ain't doing. I'm done. And he was like, well, we'll just go find somebody else. Go find somebody else. All right, here come Diddy. You know what I mean? And they put together some magic. So now Rizzo sitting and listening to it. He like, like it's like he hating on the low. He like that's cool. So they ask. So when Dirty finally comes back. Dirty listens to it. He's like, yeah, that's cool, but it ain't Wu-Tang. And that's when you get the other version of You're All I Need. Okay. You get what I'm saying? Okay. It's like, yeah, this is cool. The Diddy version, they said the Diddy version was cool, but, they, but they, it ain't Wu-Tang. It ain't Wu-Tang. Because it wasn't. It wasn't, but it was, they won, but I think they won the, I don't know which one they won the Grammy for, but they asked RZA, like, yo, we need you to do it. He said, no. I would think the, the Diddy version won, bro, on some real shit, but I don't know. Yeah, so many they so many fucking Yo, versions of that shit. Real quick, you know what I mean? I want to shout out the HBCUs for a second, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I come from a, a marching band background and all that, so you got the battle of the bands tomorrow. Shout out to my wife for sending me the link just now and shit, mm. you know what I'm saying? Battle of the bands tomorrow for the HBCUs. If y'all, if y'all don't know, I'm a big HBCU band nigga. I should have been Nick Cannon and drummer <laughs> type shit off the saxophone there. But you got all the Savannah State, Langston University, Virginia State, Alabama State, Morgan State, Texas Southern University, TSU, side to them. You know what I mean? All that in, at the um, Battle of the Bands tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? It's fucking all-star weekend. 
in Utah, the wackest state in the, in the country. Man, I made a tweet that said, this All-Star <laughs> Weekend just seems so corny, bro. It's Utah, man. Yo, it's fucking in Utah. Like, come on, man. Like, like I'm mad there ain't no real games on, fam. Like, I don't care about this All-Star Weekend. It just, there's there's nothing about this All-Star Weekend to where it's just like, yo. Yo, I hate All-Star Weekend when, like, ever since they did the draft, like, did they get a captain now and the captain do the draft? That shit be whack as hell, yo. Mm-hmm. That shit be corny to me. Because niggas don't even be deserving to be all... I remember Dwight Howard got voted to be on the team one day. He was trash one day. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, like, come on, man. Shout out to him, too, because he on that Fox show getting ripped as a... Uh, so, yo, they got, like, 12 celebrities. I thought he was playing overseas, or he's done with that. Nah, he he on this Fox TV show now. It's called Special Forces or some shit. And you got, like, 12 celebrities. Mike Piazza, the, mm. the mom from um, John and Kate plus eight and shit like Mel B what is it about they doing special forces training they in 10 days they in Jordan Mm. doing special forces training you know what I'm saying his basketball career over yeah it's it's over for him it's over it's over he got a chip don't he don't he got one he got one but I I thought he was trying to come back so he was like playing overseas get the fuck out of here now you doing like reality TV show now it's over fast I be hating when niggas be his size and shit but just be all smiling (laughs) all the time and shit like you supposed to be a beast bro well that was his problem like I, he, people criticized him for being too. He was nice. soft, bro. Yeah. Like he was, he was type soft. Like, man, you gotta watch that Bill Russell doc too, Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like two long ass episodes, but it'll give you a bit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> two long ass episodes. It's like two movies. Nah, it be bro. Niggas be telling me to watch shit every day, man. Like bitch, I believe it. Bitch, we can't. I can't. I can't do it. I well, be forgetting. Check out that Wu Tang doc. Before Snowfall come back? That's coming back on the 22nd, yeah. That's this week coming up. Wednesday. And usually they give us like two episodes. Yeah, yeah. FX don't be playing, bro. Yeah, they gonna hit us. They gonna hit with like two episodes. That's be two hours of good stuff. Yeah, man. All right, man. 168. 168 of the bars and shots. I think I think we good. I think we about to get up out of here. All right. We good? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me find, let me find my shit, man. Oh, <laughs> let's go. Thank you.